0: Welcome to Accessible Theology, and in today's edition of Three Minute Theology, we will be considering the word sanctification. So, Aaron, yes, I'm about to get the timer going. Oh man! And you have exactly three minutes right. and not a second longer. Okay. To give us sanctification, right. um, and then just for those listening. Um, once he is done with his three-minute discussion, we'll sp- spend a few minutes kind of filling it in or yeah. maybe picking up on anything. We we want to make theology accessible and make it concise mm. and clear, but we also don't want to be reductionistic. Right. So we want to fill it in a little bit if we need to afterwards. Now, I trust Aaron, so uh, <laughs> we hopefully won't need to fill in too much. Yeah. but we don't need a time of
1: correction. Yeah.
0: Hopefully not. Yeah, so I'm going to get it going here. Uh, so I'm going to start the timer. And Aaron, you have three minutes to explain what sanctification means. Are you ready?
1: All right. Are you going to give me like 30 yeah, seconds? Yeah, okay. uh, well, I'm going right. to give
0: you a countdown. Okay. All right. So all right. on the
1: count of three, okay? <laughs> all right. So one, two, three. The doctrine of sanctification is important. the life of of a believer, and we should take it seriously because God explicitly states in his word that it is his will. In 1 Thessalonians 4.3, it says, the will of God is your sanctification. So what is sanctification? Now, when I talk about sanctification, I I like to start in the Garden of Eden uh, because there we see what I think is the heart of the matter. In Genesis we see that God creates Adam and Eve in his own image. Genesis 1.26 says, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Mm -hmm. By this, it means that we are created to be like God. Moreover, we are to show what God is like by the way we live. But then, as we know, the fall happens, and this image of God that exists in mankind is distorted. Meaning, no longer do we clearly and accurately picture God to the world. Before the fall, the picture was crystal clear. After the fall, the picture is blurry. But that is not where this story ends. When Jesus comes into the world in the flesh, it is said of him that he is the exact imprint of the nature of God in Hebrews 1 verse 3. Jesus perfectly pictures God to the world because he Halfway. is, oh man, he is, in fact, God. And this is where sanctification gets interesting. So, so we can talk about it in two different strains, kind of. Uh, we've got positional sanctification and progressive sanctification. P- positional sanctification is a one-and-done thing. As Ephesians 2.5 says, this is when we are made alive together. With Christ, we are made holy in God's sight, which will change how we live in this world. I got to hurry up here. And this starts the process of then restoring the image of God in a person, mm-hmm. which is where progressive sanctification comes in. Okay. Progressive sanctification. Speaking of progressive, keep <laughs> Is the process of constantly being transformed uh-huh. to the likeness of God. Okay. It's increasing in holiness and decreasing in sinfulness. As we are sanctified, we're made more like Jesus. We are made holy to live holy. That means that sanctification is the process of the restoration of the image of God. This process remains incomplete this side of eternity, but Christians are to increasingly look like Jesus in how they live and act, and in what motivates them, namely, the glory of God. And, knowing that this is God's will, we must take it seriously. Jesus prayed in John 17. Sanctify them in truth. Your word is truth. So we're sanctified by the renewal of our Turn minds, up. and we're made like more like Jesus as we do so. You know, I had that down before, but I guess I was slower yeah. tonight. I got a little excited. I guess it's it's a great topic. You know, yeah, it's good. Yeah.
0: So okay, so let's let's recap and talk about sanctification a little bit. All right. Um. So we're not not missing anything. So. Why do you tie sanctification back to the garden? Can you further explain that reality? Why does it go back to the
1: garden? I th- yeah, because I think um, the best way to think of sanctification is is we are being transformed into the image of Jesus, and if Jesus is the exact imprint of his of the nature of God, I think it has these themes of the image of God in man, which we first see that clearly explained. In the garden what does image mean
0: uh, what is the significance when the Bible says image
1: it's it's something that um, refers to uh, our I mean anything from our will to um, how we uh, enact the will in our lives um, it, it's something that is uh, I think of it as a, as a picture that we are to look like the God who created us. Mm -hmm. I guess Uh, you you have further thoughts on that. Maybe help me out here.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's helpful. Like when we think about image, we want to tie that into maybe Colossians 3, 10 that comes to mind that we are renewed in knowledge according to the image of our creator. And what that's speaking of is that humans were made to be mirrors. We reflect the glory of God. So God shines off of us and we show his glory to those around us and as some theologians have said well that what we've instead done is we've we've become windows mm, yeah. where there isn't yeah. a reflection and yeah. we're actually showing something uh, quite different yeah, than yeah that image. so that's so good. when you say that God wills for us to be sanctified yeah. um, it seems like you're making a direct connection between holiness and sanctification is that right would you make it dis- just any distinction there or so is when someone becomes holy yeah. is that the same thing as becoming
1: sanctified I think they're very similar. Yeah, right. I think that, I think sanctification is seen maybe more in terms of, of the process okay. and holy is seen more in terms of, of the position. Okay, but um, they can
0: be interchangeable, right? You can be said to grow progressively in holiness yes. and you can also, yes. as you said, be definitively positionally in sanctification. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think what you said is key. It's an important to keep positional and progressive as distinct categories and and yet to maintain them is both absolutely crucial yeah and i because i think most of us when we think about sanctification we only think about the progressive right i don't think many of us think about that we've been made definitively holy in christ i think of in corinthians where where paul says that you were washed you were sanctified Yeah, yeah and and then because he says that he then says to put off your sin to put off all the, the, the homosexuality, the sexual immorality, mm-hmm. the lying, the cursing, all those things are to be put off and because they've already been made new yeah. in Christ definitively. And right. so I think Christians that are listening to this, I would encourage you to think well about the reality that you have already in Christ, the moment of your salvation, were made completely holy yeah. in him. And then the rest of your Christian experience, it's almost like, uh, when we, the theological phrase of already not yet in right, right. eschatology or the last days, you're already holy and yet you're not yet perfect. Yeah. And so the rest of your Christian life, you're growing into more of who you are. Right. I, I like to use the analogy that it's not as though we are in the mud as Christians and God is telling us that we need to get out of the mud and clean ourselves, but rather We've already been brought out of the mud. Mm-hmm. We're already cleaned in Christ. Mm-hmm. And what temptation and sin is, is an invitation to jump back into the mud we've been pulled from already. Oh, right. Right. And so it's not like we're still dirty. We're yeah. already fully clean in Christ.
1: There's there's an illustration that I've heard. and I mean, you can tell me if you think it's helpful or not. That uh, sanctification, we should see it as uh, we are living in light of what God has declared us to be. Mm. And so yeah. God declares us holy. And then sanctification is the process of, of our wills changing of our mm-hmm. nature changing such that we live in light of God's declaration. Do you think that's that's helpful? Yeah, I think that's helpful. I, in many ways, we could say that Christians have redeemed
0: the ter- the idea of being who you are. You, yeah, know, you, yeah, see, yeah, yeah. you yeah. see those inspirational quotes on people's walls or on bumper stickers about be you, yeah. but it, there's a real truth to that as a Christian. Yeah. I am made holy. I am made in Christ, the Bible yeah. says, and so therefore I am to live like that's yeah. true because it is definitively true. And so yeah. we, we can say then that the progressive... Growth in holiness and sanctification is stemming out of the seed bed of the
1: flower bed of yeah. positional right. 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 Okay. Yeah. So I think the last thing I would say, which didn't get to because mm-hmm. I was long winded, um, is that it is um, sanctification. We're sanctified by the Spirit of God acting in and through the Word of God mm-hmm. to transform us to the image of God, mm-hmm. and so we renew our minds with God's Word. Mm-hmm. And as, as that process takes place, we're made more like Jesus.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen. So there we go. So we are made in the image of God. We've fallen away from God. And by his grace, when he saves us and brings us into the saving knowledge of Christ, the rest of our lives is a continual growth. We could say that we get the frolic in the fields of grace yeah. and enjoy the richness therein. So, so there you have it. There is sanctification. Thank you, Aaron, for explaining that. Uh, to us, and we will talk to you next time. Until then, we want to call you to love God, know truth, and live accordingly.